0: It's right. such bullshit. It's bullshit. I found this out when I was 22 because that's what they fed me. And then I realized that no, the gut is being knocked out. You're damaging the gut. you are It's promoting um, autoimmune diseases. you are You damage the gut lining and now it's allowing food particles to get into the bloodstream. The bloodstream, then your body's like, oh my gosh, foreign invaders. And it starts attacking itself, right? And that's what causes like problems and disease. And it becomes a jailbreak in the sense of this. Once you start getting that gut wrong and you get it messed up, it's it's if you can catch it and recognize like what we're talking about right now, you can reverse it. But a lot of people don't know that this is happening and they go to the doctors and they're doing the blood work and the blood work's coming back fine and their diet is still the same and it's just fueling the fire till it gets so bad that the person is having a lot more symptoms. And now what's happening? There's some uh, of the, here's the system. You went, you're eating bad food. So you're getting sucked into the system. You're going to the doctors, they're prescribing you medicine to try to put out they're just band they're band-aiding all your symptoms oh take this for acid reflux oh take this for headaches oh take this for fatigue oh take this ssri serotonin uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor for anxiety depression think about this and they're like oh you you know what else you have oh you got diabetes well here, here's take some of this you're gonna have to go on a so it's like uh, it's, it becomes a jailbreak because you you wreck the gut and you threw it out of whack and you your body is now getting worse you're
1: That is Chris Register. He's an author, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, and so much more. And in today's episode, he is going to school us on gut health and how everything in life literally goes back to your gut health, your mental clarity, your physical health, how the world around you is is probably linked to how healthy your gut is you're going to love today's episode there's so much information make sure to check out the show notes for chris's links and references you're going to want to learn more about this topic enjoy today's episode and be moved touched and inspired All right guys, today I have a very very special guest, Mr. Chris Register. Him and I actually go back to like middle school days even though we didn't like hang out or anything, but he's actually someone very special to me in my life and in my journey the past 3 years. He has he's probably the reason why I even have this podcast. He helped me bring my voice on a platform we used to have a Facebook live show together, which we might talk about a little bit here, but he really has encouraged me. He helped me heal through some difficult times in my life. So I just could not say enough about having this guest on my podcast today. He is again, a really amazing friend. He's taught me so much. And I know that you guys are going to love him. You're going to love everything he has to share today. He is a problem solver and creator. He's the jack of all trades to me. He loves to create and again solve problems if there's something that you can like use in life to help better your life he is the person that is going to seek that out and help you uncover and unravel those things for you so without further ado my friend my guest today Mr. Chris Register come on in Chris and <laughs> share, with, share with my audience who you are what you're about your message to the world and your mission in life
0: Gosh, gotcha. I don't, you said that they're all gonna love me. I don't know if they're all gonna love me, but okay. I do appreciate that. Um, So I, I guess I'm a humanitarian at heart would be the easy answer. I do, I feel like I just have a job here, I have a purpose here um, that I wanna help people. And uh, you know, I like to solve problems. Like you said, that's my big thing. I, and I learned that about myself. I asked myself a bunch of questions early on in life. Well, I don't say early on, but like what, a couple of years ago, I really started to try to discover myself. Like, who am I? What do I want? Why do I want that? And I realize I'm a creator. I love to create things. I'm passionate about that, and I also love to solve problems. I'm not going to drag out and go into that direction about me, but that would be the short understanding. So entrepreneur, you said jack of all trades. Um, I'm a business guy and investor. I like to create things. I build apps. You know, I do real estate. I all types of things. Um, you know, big on social media right now, so I'm doing a lot of stuff on that. Reading charts, yada yada yada. So uh, without that. You know, I've written a couple books, one of them was called The Navigator. And that'll tie into what we're about to talk about today. So The Navigator is about a better way of playing life. How can how can we play life better? Like what I was getting, you know, down from, you know, from those that were already on planet Earth, I say, the information, did it help me play life? Or is, am I finding stuff today that I'm like, well, why didn't anybody tell me this? You know why? why couldn't somebody pass this stuff down to me this is i need this so i'm trying to gather information today to pass down to the younger generations to help them play at life uh life better or just people that are you know existing now it's not just the younger generation So i'm, I'm 38 right now so whether you're in your 30s 40s 50s 60s what I'm, we're about to talk about i think is very helpful for helping somebody improve their life and um i know you want to talk about it i love talking about it and talking about gut health so do you want me to just yes. kick off or do you have any questions about how do you want me to start this with gut health? Because this is yeah, something so that's very important.
1: Definitely. I know that I could bring you on this podcast multiple times to talk about so many other topics. I mean, you have been a teacher to me in many ways about, you know, like you were saying, the crypto and investing and mm. mindset and all the things. But today, yes, I want to talk about gut health. And it's because I recently just discovered gut health in the past year and how that plays such a huge part part in our mental health and the way we feel and the way that we show up in life. And even having a sound mind, we don't realize that the gut is where it's at. So I know you have studied gut health. You have dealt with your own gut issues or whatever you want to talk about, or just using... The knowledge about gut to heal yourself in many ways. And I know you've shared about it and I've been so intrigued. So I knew I had to brought you on, bring you on to the podcast to share about gut health. And just with everybody going through difficult times right now, some people are struggling mentally. Mental health has been, you know, a thing that people are well aware of that they may not have mental health right now, or they might be struggling in their mental health. So I think this will be a great way to provide some resource and information for people that might be struggling. And maybe there is something that they didn't know, right? There's the things we know and there's the things that we don't know. And there's the things that we don't know that we don't know. And so I think this is an area of life where people probably have no idea that if they could make some change about their gut, they could see a huge shift in their, their life and their thri- whether they're thriving or not, or again, their mental health.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's, if I took this, you might be like, wow, Chris, this is kind of bizarre. You actually did this. So before we did this, we're doing this podcast right now, two weeks ago, cause I might have like a big social media. I don't know if you saw it, if you're following me on it, it was on my Twitter account. I asked my audience and I was like, I really want to know this answer. It's always like kind of, cause I, you know, I like to solve problems and I think there's a big problem in the world. No one talks about it. I think it's the root of a lot of problems and the reason why people aren't feeling good today. Right. So I asked everyone, here's the question. I said, "Do you have noticeable gut problems?" Question mark or symptoms that come and go, such as brain fog, anxiety, depression, fatigue, headaches. I made it real basic, right? But I wanted to know, are you having gut problems? I had almost two thousand people reply, and this is people all over the world. If it was strictly USA, it would be higher. Sixty-one percent said yes, I have these problems. Sixty-one. Percent out of wow. like 2000 people said I had these problems. And this, yes. is, and this, my audience is pretty young. They're not, they're not, I mean, they're, I would say, in their between 40s, I would say 30s and 40s and even 20s. They're, they're young. They're having problems. Why, why would I ask that? The reason why is because about 16, 17 years ago, I got hit with a bunch of problems. I went to the doctors around here in my town. No offense to them. They couldn't help me. They kept, oh, blood work looks good. I'm having tons of symptoms, Victoria. My life is shitty. Sorry, you know, I don't know the language, but it's
1: shitty. It's okay. okay?
0: It's <laughs> yeah. terrible. Um, it's ruining my relationship. It's ruining my job. It's ruining everything in my life. It's all coming back to health. And the doctors couldn't figure out. Now, I, we're going to keep this short, but I you could have me on and we could talk about all types of stuff about why they're missing this. And, and I'll just be short with it. The small intestine is where it happens. Okay. Okay. That's where the bulk of it is. So whenever they do an endoscope, which is feeding a tube and a camera down up through your mouth, you know, and they can see in your stomach, they also come up the other end, that'd be a colonoscopy. And that checks out the colon, which is also the large intestine. Okay. So they can see those two areas and see if there's anything going on there. That's fine. They can solve a lot of problems. However, a lot of problems are happening in the small intestine. So if you've heard of leaky gut syndrome, if you've heard of SIBO, which is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, if you've heard of uh, candida, which is an overgrowth of fungus going on, a lot of it happens in the small intestine and they can't see, I don't want to say they can't see it. They can send a camera system down there, but they don't do it. And I I was talking to a a GI doctor not too long ago because a family member was doing a um, colonoscopy asked him the question. He's like, "Well, we sometimes go, you know, and send a camera down to the small intestine, and because I'm trying to gather knowledge here on why this is happening." And he's like, "Well, we had one guy that actually the camera got stuck, right? The camera got stuck in the small intestine, so they had to go and find it, and they had to do surgery. And when they went and did surgery, they found out that he had a big celiac problem, which is a gluten intolerance, which is a gl- gluten al- allergy that actually damages the lining of the intestine. Um, so it's they're not do- they're not able to see the small intestine." What is getting that. And that's where a lot of the problems are. And we were talking before this, you're like, Chris, I can't believe a lot of people don't know that the immune system is in the gut. Right. And that's like, that's a big thing. So it's, if you really just stop there before I go into something else and say, well, if the immune system's in the gut, Chris, and we damage the gut, what happens? Well, you're, you wreck the gut, you wreck the human, you're going to knock out the immune system. And not only knock out the immune system, because you're going to this show it's the here's the problem it's birth control pills sorry ladies it's the truth it's birth control pills you're going to mess with the hormones you're going to mess with it you're going to mess with your gut watch it's the sugar it's the diet that the most the americans and people are on it's fake food it's not designed to make you feel good and to make you feel amazing no they're trying to make money so if it can be cheaper and more addicting to make you come back to their establishment so they can make money well then that's what they're going to do and it's compromising your health and it's it pisses me off. It's, it's, it's a messed up system. I would never let money compromise the health of the humans. So this is where the human, human humanitarian side comes out of me, right? Kind of the philanthropist in a way, because right. you're using, you're allowing money in the world to compromise the health of the humans. Now, are they aware the higher ups, the elites, those that run the world? I probably think they there are, you know, it keeps them in a system. So what happens? Here's the system. You go to McDonald's, you go to Taco Bell, try to go eat healthy. It's tough. And you might, think Subway is healthy or Starbucks is healthy, but I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> it's high in sugar. It's fake food. And it's going it, to, it, the bread is really a big problem. So people go there and they're eating this and everyone's following the follower. That's the game that's being played. That's what happened to me. I grew up in this world. I was following everyone. Everyone's going to these places. It uh, seemed like it was fine. I didn't think anything was, was going to happen to me until 22 years old when symptoms started happening. And I had no clue. Well, I'm caught in the system. I'm eating fake food it's damaging my health it's damaging my gut the high sugar my microbiota which is in your gut which is your good bacteria you need a good balanced healthy bacteria and that was getting thrown off as time went on right as i'm getting older i'm eating you know drinking beer uh, the alcohol's going in the sugar's going in the antibiotics huge problem is going in knocking out my gut because if I'm getting sick, why am I getting sick so easy? Why are these things happening? Is it normal for a human to get sick that easy? Or is their immune system compromised, damaged, low, and it allows them to get sick more easily? Well, that's the answer, but you, the average person right now doesn't know that, that they're, they're knocking right. down their immune system every single day they eat. A lot of right. them are. They're not feeling their guts. So and anyways, I'll go ahead.
1: And uh, you mentioned antibiotics, which is something that I go to a homeopathic pediatrician she well she's more on the homeopathic side she hates um you know prescribing antibiotics she talks a lot about how antibiotics is like the worst thing that you can introduce to a children especially at a young age because it like basically kills the chance of the child developing a stronger immune system to fight other things so and I recently learned that antibiotics kills the good bacteria right in our gut 100%. Which is something which is something what? that people don't realize that you need certain bacteria in your gut so that you can actually have a stronger immune system, but then also it connects to so many other Aspects, right? Because the there's a second brain, I guess they say that's in your gut. It's okay. like your other brain that's where right? I'm going with
0: this. I'm going okay, with perfect. it in that direction.
1: Perfect. Good but transition. Yes, <laughs> you're a
0: hundred percent right. So it, it knocks out it's it, it's gonna knock out the immune system. But then also, and it, here's the funny thing about you saying second brain. Look at the small intestine, just a picture of it, right? And then look at the brain. Do you notice the similarities? I always know right. no one talks about that. I'm like, wow, it's like real like bent up and cr- it looks like a brain in the gut. It's the same thing. Do you ever hear like, oh, I had that gut feeling. It's a second brain. And a lot of people might not understand yes. how this is happening. Well, there's yes. a, there's something called the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve goes from the gut, the small intestine, and sends nerve signals up towards the brain. So let's think about this. Depression, anxiety, fatigue, brain fog. I said, if you wreck the gut, you wreck the human. This is what's going to happen. You're going to knock down the immune system, You're going to imbalance the gut, the bacteria that you need. You need, so if you take antibiotics, like you were saying, and you wipe out the good bacteria, your body needs that good bacteria to stay balanced. Or if you knock it out and you don't replenish it because your diet's terrible and you don't know where to get it from, you don't even know how to put this in. And you think, oh, I just go take some probiotics. It's like, do you know specifically what bacteria that you're, that you knocked out? No, you don't. You're just taking some acidophilus or any type of probiotic to, Try to replenish it, hoping that you're replenishing it. Good enough, but then your diet is still bad. So once you hit the antibiotics a couple of times, good luck trying to replenish your gut. You're gonna end up having some problems because I go back to the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve's attached to your gut. And when you knock out the gut, now the, the healthy balanced bacteria and stuff is out of whack. You're now not able to one, absorb and send up chemicals like serotonin. So when you go to the doctors, you know what they say to people that are depressed? Oh, you have a chemical imbalance. And the person thinks, oh, it's genetic and that's why I'm depressed or I'm this. It's right. such bullshit. It's bullshit. I found this out when I was 22 because that's what they fed me. And then I realized that, no, the gut is being knocked out. You're damaging the gut. You're, it's promoting um, autoimmune diseases. You're, you damage the gut lining and now it's allowing food particles to get into the bloodstream. The bloodstream, then your body's like, oh my gosh, foreign invaders. And it starts attacking itself, right? And that's what causes like problems and disease. And it becomes a jailbreak in the sense of this. Once you start getting that gut wrong and you get it messed up, it's, it's, if you can catch it and recognize like what we're talking about right now, you can reverse it. But a lot of people don't know that this is happening and they go to the doctors and they're doing the blood work and the blood work's coming back fine. And their diet is still the same. And it's just feeling the fire till it gets so bad that the person is having a lot more symptoms. And now what's happening? of the, here's the system, you went, you're went. you eating bad food, so you're getting sucked into the system, you're going to the doctors, they're prescribing you medicine to try to put out, they're band-aiding. they're band band-aiding all your symptoms, oh, take this for acid reflux, oh, take this for headaches, oh, take this for fatigue, oh, take this SSRI, serotonin, uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor for anxiety, depression, think about this, and they're like, oh, you, you know, what else you have, oh, you got diabetes, well, here, here's, take some of this, you're gonna have to go on a, so it's like, it's a, it becomes a jailbreak because you you wrecked the gut and you threw it out of whack and you your body is now getting worse. Your thyroid will go out on you too. That's what happened to me. I reversed my thyroid naturally. People wouldn't believe that. I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease from, I, it was from the gut. I discovered this three years ago that it was the gut because I made my thyroid go back in and reversed it by going on a keto diet. Now I'm not telling people watching this like, oh, so the keto diet's it. No, the keto diet keto diet killed uh, the sugar. It knocked, I wasn't doing all these crappy foods in the processed food. So it allowed my body after like five, six months, it allowed it to, to re to, to heal itself because the body wants to heal itself. If you cut yourself in your arm, it tries to heal. It wants to heal, but it can't heal when the human is compromising the gut every single day with bad food, with alcohol, with everything. And they're already behind the eight ball, meaning they're already behind. They're, they're not trying to fix it. So the problem is getting worse. And I'll go back to that jailbreak, you know, analogy. Once you do a little bit, right? And one cellmate, like a jail, and think about it in being a jail. One of the inmates get out, they go and get the key. And then they start unlocking the door to all the other ones. There's not enough guards in the jail to take care of that. So what? who takes over? The inmates, they take over. They'll then control everything, which is bad bacteria versus good bacteria. Okay. So a lot of people think, Oh, I don't want bacteria. I don't want bacteria! No, you want to touch. Like, I don't use antibacterial. Like I'll wash my hands. I think that's the best thing to do. I've learned. Um, there was a study that was done, uh, a science project. Some young kid did it, a girl or a guy, uh, in elementary school. And I thought it was a very good science project. It was, they took a piece of bread and they, they took the bread and they wiped the bread on the counter, put it in a Ziploc bag. They put antibacterial, uh, like, um, gel or whatever on the bread put it in a Ziploc bag they washed it with soap Ziploc bag they did a bunch of different things with a piece of bread and put it zip put in a Ziploc bag you know what the number one thing was that was the best response to everything from like keeping bacteria and mold and stuff off it was hand soap hand soap was the best one the antibacterial like stuff that the, you know the I'm gonna say cream or gel whatever the, the lotion or whatever the pump that sanitizer right, stuff right it, it didn't do as good as soap soap was the best All right. So anyways, what I'm getting at is, is that everyone is so antibacterial and I'm telling you that you need this stuff for your gut. You need it. So I want to touch things. I want to walk outside barefooted and feel grounded to earth and stuff like that. I'm okay with picking up some bacteria on my feet and touching it. Now it's, as long as my gut is healthy and in balance, I won't, it's unlikely I'm going to get sick. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't get sick anymore. Knock on wood. Right. (laughs) Why? Why? Because I am going after healing my gut. And I know that the vagus nerve that sends a signal up to my brain, this is where I want to kind of lead off at because we could talk about this for a long time, is that once I knock out the gut and I mess it up, now my serotonin and and all my neuroprofen and all my transmitter, like the transmitters in your brain are not getting the chemicals it, it needs. So yes, it's a chemical imbalance in the brain, but it's not genetic. It's not because your family has it. It's that people think, oh, well, my mom has it or my dad has it. That's why I have it. No, your family genetics makes you more prone to having it. So your body genetically, if you don't take care of it, is more prone than maybe Victoria's body genetically to getting it. That doesn't mean that you're supposed to get it. No, it means that your body's more sensitive to maybe bread, sugar, things like that. And you doing that is going to send you over the edge. And Victoria doing that, her body was genetically and her DNA is different. It's maybe stronger in those areas. She won't get it. She's unlikely to get those problems easy. So people don't realize, well, why do they have it? Or why is this genetic? No, it's genetic is the reason why you're more likely to get something versus not. But the culprit is, is a cause and effect. I mean, we can look at Sir, Sir Isaac Newton on this one, cause and effect. Why is a person having going to the doctors because they have depression and they have all these problems and they're putting them on SSRIs. Is it a chemical imbalance in the brain? We can say yes, but we need to go back one step further. Why is there a chemical imbalance in the brain? Aha. See people stop and they think, oh, genetics. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not the answer. That's the BS answer. No, it's not stress. All right. We can talk about stress too. Why is the body stressed? You just knocked out your immune system. You just disrupted your whole gut. Of course your body's stressed, so even when a life event comes in, I don't care if you're going through divorce or if you lost your job, you can't handle it as much. Why? Your body is out of whack. You did it to it. There's a cause and effect. So you disrupted the gut. The gut is now out of whack. It's not sending up this, the, the right nerves, uh, the right uh, uh, transmitters and, um, sorry, the chemicals and stuff that need to go up to your brain to make the brain to make you feel good, the serotonin. It's not sending it through the vagus nerve anymore because it's disrupted. It's all messed up, right? So that's why, People have anxiety, have depression. I literally reversed. I had probably, Victoria, 100 symptoms. So if you're wondering why I know this stuff, everyone that's listening to this, it's because at 22 years old, I my life, I don't know what happened. I just uh, I woke up one day super fatigued, and then symptoms started pouring in, and no one could figure it out. And they said I was fine, and symptoms got worse. They thought it was all in my head, and that's what they'll tell you. And I had to figure it out myself, so I became this seeker this guy that's researching, we're talking about this, somebody that's looking for answers and I want to live a better life. So in order for me to, this is why health is number one. You can go get all the money in the world. You can go find your relationships and stuff like that. Right. But if you mess with your health and you knock it out, let me tell you what's going to happen. It's going to affect all your areas. You're not going to be as motivated. You're not going to have the energy. It's going to knock out your sex drive. It's going to ruin your relationship. Your mood's going to change. You're going to be operating, acting different to your spouse, to your partner. Like, people don't realize how bad it, it actually affects their life. And it's such a slow alteration of the human, meaning that you 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 should be living at a level, I would say eight, nine, 10. Now I usually ask people, I'm like, do you remember how, you, when was a good time you felt good? And a lot of times I'd be like, well, I remember back in high school and stuff when I had no worries and when holidays came around, I was super excited and I looked forward to all these things and they think that maybe age or oh, I was just, I just don't care about. It. No, your body's now at a level five, meaning, a feel-good factor. Why is the feel-good factor lower? You disrupted your gut, you compromised your body. If you're gaining weight, it's the food you're eating, period, point blank. And if you're addicted and you're having these cravings, you know what that is? That's the bad bacteria. That's that bad bacteria that's saying, keep me alive. And it makes you go and get those donuts. It'll make you go and get those sugary drinks, that soda. And all All it's gonna do is just fuel it. So see, back in the day, and I know we're running out of time here. I think we got about another you know, seven minutes. When we were younger and our, our guts were healthy, right? Even though some of us with vaccines and antibiotics probably started messing with it at an early age, we didn't lose that feel good yet in life. Some people probably did get hit, but we, a lot of us didn't lose it yet. So the reason why as time goes on, you're getting these symptoms is because you're now, you're damaging the gut the whole time. You're damaging it. So as, it's, it's perfect sense. So can you reverse the gut? Will you reverse and start feeling like your old self again? I'm telling you, yes why because I am a living proof of it right now <laughs> it's took it's taken me a while and let me tell you it went very dark for me in the sense of the die-offs I was getting because once again we could talk about a ton of stuff so I'm gonna um I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up I just want to say one more thing Victoria and I'll let you talk now so you, no, you have time you have
1: time I'm sure people are like listening right now like no don't let this end this is so good <sighs> keep going we have some time I-
0: okay, I have something that's very helpful. And I just discovered it yes. from um, another guy up in Wisconsin. I said, I have a good social media account. And I, I run, I'm ru- running into these people struggling with health problems, just like I am gut problems. So I ran to this guy and he found out that he found this company called thrives. So it's not thrive with an I it's with a Y T H R Y V E right ThriveInside.com, I think the company is. So I was like, I told him, I was like, eh, i like, I see all these, these companies that are kind of and by the way, some people are like, oh, I've heard of that. It's not the same one that you probably heard of. This is a gut one. And they're out of Silicon Valley over there in um, Cali sec, tech, tech area. So this is what they figured out. And I'm like, wow, I got to try this. So my buddy did it first and I just did it. So it's going to sound a little gross. You got to do a poop sample. But this is we need to check the culture of your poop to see what bacteria in your gut is not there. So I'm like, all right, let me give them a shot, right? So it's about a hundred bucks. My buddy gave me like a little discount, so it cost me a little less. Send them. They send in me a kit, right? I open the kit. It's like, oh, you know, Chris register, you yeah, know, blah blah. Let's show you how this is done. I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's really it seems like they got it together. Uh, so I go and I do the little sample, a um, little poop sample, and then I put it in a little tube. I shake it up. I put it back in and I mail it back to them. It takes two to three weeks for them to, you know, I'm sure they're pretty busy um, to go and you know, check out the, you know, under the microscope and everything and check out what's going on with my gut. So they end up sending me, they finally, it finally gets done. Cause my body's like, did you get it back? In? Did you get it back? And I'm like, yeah. So I go online and you can get the app too. And I cannot believe what they told me. And I'm like, wow. So the first oh thing, is, check this out. There was 15 bacteria that I had zero of 15 bacteria. And there's only probably I don't know exactly how many, but let's just say there's let's say to say there's like 30. Half of my gut bacteria wasn't even in my gut, and right. I'm not getting it from anywhere. And I don't know where to get it from because I don't even know what what I'm missing, right? And the right. American diet's not going to fuel that through me. So I end up um, going and I'm reading which ones they are. You know what they, they end up telling you after that? They'll tell you what symptoms you're having because you're missing that bacteria. Wow. And they hit the nail on the head, Victoria. They're like, you worry, you worry a lot. You're tired. You're suffering from this. They're and this one's doing this to you. And this one's doing this to you. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> I'm like, let wow. me see how good they really are. Right. Is this, right. BS? is this BS? So this is what they do. And also, by the way, they don't just stop there. They said, these are the foods that you cannot eat. And these are the foods you are supposed to eat to help you recover your gut. It takes up to six months for you to even get this your bacteria back to what it's doing to normal. I'm at two months right now, and I'm gonna tell you something. Do I notice something? Yes, very much so. Is my diet has it been has I been have I been a little sloppy on the diet? Check it. Well, this is what's happening. I'm feeling better from what I'm doing, and I'm slowly. Slipping back and eating some foods I shouldn't be eating, but they're not affecting me like they were. So when I got real right. sick, foods would affect me to the point where I'm like, it forced me not to eat them because they were making me feel so bad. But now that I'm feeling good, I'm like, oh, I can try it though. Now I'm I gotta catch myself. So I'm drinking chicken bone chicken bone broth right now. I'm I'm drinking, and that's a good gut healer. So if you want something, a little tip: chicken bone broth, broth that chicken bone broth. I drink a ton of it. You can do a fast; it'll help heal that gut lining. I literally get so sharp in the mind. I get very, very smart. I feel, it sounds like a little, you know, cocky of myself, but I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm reversing things. I'm, I'm making myself feel better. I'm making my brain function faster and it's making my work performance better. It's making my relationships better. It's making a lot of things better. It's because I'm going after the gut, short and simple. So this Thrive it. Company- told me which ones I'm missing bacteria wise. So they made me a probiotic. And I'm thinking, is this going to be real expensive? No, it's like 30 bucks. I'm like, this is no different than what I pay at the store anyways, on some probiotic. That's not even, I don't know what's in it. So they give you a special blend of the probiotics that you're missing. And that's what I'm putting in my gut right now. And I can tell you my brain, it used to feel like it was missing something. It always felt like, and I used to tell the doctors, I don't know. I feel like I'm missing something like it's missing nutrients or something. I think it was the bacteria, I was missing the probiotics, the bacteria yeah. I was missing. So now I, do I have that feeling in my brain no more? No. Do I look more awake? Yes. Do I have more right. energy in the gym? Yes. Is my sex drive better? Yes. Not to, this might sound kind of gross. I'm going to say this. And it sounds a little bit like inappropriate, but I'm going to say this because <laughs> there's guys on here, but my erections are stronger in the morning. I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> so if you're a guy out there having penile problems, <laughs> erection problems, I'm telling you, go to that gut. I, I'm telling you. I wouldn't be saying right. that unless I discovered that. And I can tell you that in the morning, this is when men got testosterone higher, where if, a lot of them will listen, but like yes, usually in the morning, I usually have stronger erections and I should, but maybe they're older now and they're not having that. Go that. Go to that gut. It'll help you and it'll help. I am sure your, your woman will be happy to, <laughs> or whatever your partner is, you know? So, yes. um,
1: this is all so good. I have, to, I have to interject here because you said so much, and we're gonna have to have a part two interview because I know people are gonna be like, I need to know more. And basically what you're saying is you gotta heal the gut. You gotta get the good bacterias in your gut. You can't just always like worry about the no germs things and the antibacterial. You said so much today that is like so good. And I want to go back to what you were saying because I think a lot of people they get they get scared of the unknown and they get scared of change. So when you start to talk about foods and like you can't eat this and you know they they feel like you're taking things away from them that they enjoy, right? And I know that I felt like that. I'm like, oh no, I love my bread and I love my you know whatever. But I like what you said that now you started to make some changes. It's almost like you had to detox yourself and bring introduce yourself to good things. And in that process now you can have a little bit more balance and they don't affect you negatively like they were before because you didn't have anything healthy going on. And so before you were really sick, you weren't functioning properly, your body wasn't thriving, but then you started this detox process. You started to introduce your your body, what it needed. And now it's not, not, you you don't need to be 100% on this, you know, new diet all the time. If you want to have a cheat day, I'm taking, that's what you mean. Like a day here and there, you, you can have that and you're not going to be in the effect of the bad, right? The, the bad life. And it reminded me of this podcast actually, that I listened to recently where this lady was talking about her son who had this really rare situation and he was very, very sick. And what they found out was there were, he was becoming sick from the toxic products that she had like cleaning products, even like shampoos, conditioners, body lotions, you know, soaps in her house, all of these things were toxic. So she had to literally rid her entire house of all of these products. She had to swap out everything they were using even down to the toothpaste because everything was affecting him and they had to swap everything out and go to these non-toxic products. But eventually, after some time, you know, I'm not sure what the timing was, things started to affect him less. So he was able to kind of go out, you know, into a restaurant where there might be some, you know, toxic products. Whereas before, he couldn't even walk into a restaurant. He literally almost had to live in like a bubble, right? And what she explained is that once you heal yourself and once you start to do the right things, you then can have a more balanced life. And I I think that's like what you're saying about this whole gut thing is that first detox yourself, introduce the good things, and then you're able to, okay, if you wanna treat yourself here and there, you can. Is that basically like, did I summarize that? Because I know people are listening thinking like, oh my gosh, here we go. The gut is everything. I never enjoy food ever again, you know? Okay,
0: so that's where they they get bummed out and it bothers them, but- the, thing, the truth is, is that you can enjoy those foods. Again, you're going to have to, you're going to have to dedicate a year of your life probably to healing your gut. So you, you get to otherwise enjoy living with symptoms, enjoy getting worse. So right. they, the, eventually the symptoms will get so bad that it will almost they'll like, they, they want the pill. They don't want to put in the work. That's the problem. Right. And, right. and the short answer is, is this, you're going to, you, you you should be on an 80, 20, 80% good food, 20% bad. So the weekend go have fun, go have some drinks go out. But if you keep doing that every single day, that's where your problem is. See, that's what the problem is right now. 80% of the people, 80% of people or 80% of the food they're intaking is bad. 20%, if any, is good. You got to flip that. You got to do, you got to do 20% bad, 80% good. And if you want to heal your gut and you want to get your life back, and I'm telling you, it's so rewarding in so many ways besides losing weight. And like ladies, if you're overweight and you're looking a little sloppy, Imagine when you, do you wait, wait to you go to the holiday parties and you're looking sexier again. Like I can help so many ladies probably if they would just listen and follow the instructions, they would reverse their lives. They would feel so good about themselves. They would enjoy going shopping and getting those clothes, looking at those outfits. Why? Because you win in all areas when you go after the gut. So not just feeling better, you're gonna look really good. I had a 30 inch waistline and people are gonna be like, Chris, that's a good waistline. Yeah, I dropped two inches on my waistline going chicken bone broth and going healing the gut. How is a guy that's already pretty thin drop two inches? Because that's not normal. I mean, that's, I wasn't supposed to be a 30 inch waistline. It should be a 28 for my size and my fit. My waistline shouldn't be love handles. It shouldn't be muffin top. No, I have a 28 inch waistline now. After I was already, and you've known me for a while, I was like, I was already in good shape. I dropped two inches on my waistline from going after the gut. That was the benefit. That was a bonus for it. I was trying to make myself feel better not have lose weight but you will lose weight in the process but you are going to go through a lot of like bad symptoms and there are going to be die-offs it's not going to be an easy because you it take people take it's years of punishment that they've done to their body so to reverse that they want it to be quickly and just a magic pill and that's not the case you're going to have to spend probably several months you know uh, several months to heal doctor I, I, I do a lot of research, I listen to a lot of, doctor, a lot of doctors, I read books and stuff. So Dr. Gundry, uh, Dr. Eric Backer. I mean, they've, they've dude, it takes a while to, re- to heal the gut. So, but your life, the way you feel about the world and just living, it's so worth it. Right. I can't explain that, that high. So when somebody goes and drinks alcohol, you know how you feel, you're like, oh, I feel good and stuff. I wish I could always feel like that. You can, if you fix your gut, you would feel like that normal. <laughs> where you wouldn't yeah. want, I don't even want alcohol. Like I'll still drink when I go out socially, but I don't want it anymore because it makes me not feel as good as I feel now because I healed my gut. So I got myself back to my youth, to my 18 year old self that felt good about life just waking up. And that's right. where I can hit home to people. Cause a lot of people right. aren't feeling good because it, a slow trend happened. I could li- literally, Victoria, we could talk about this for hours. So I yes, part, I know.
1: So, yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll have you back on. And I love how you said it because I d- that definitely agree with you that everything starts in the gut because like that high you're talking about or that feel good feeling that you might feel when you're drinking or even the feel good feeling when you're happy and in love. Right. We always talk about like, oh, you know, the uh, the hormones that gets, you know, out that come out when you're like happy, all of those happy feelings. And you know those highs can literally be created and manifested if your gut is healthy so you'll be happy all the time if you heal the gut and i totally agree with that because i think everything also st- stems with the healthy gut even in a desire like even a desire to want to like dress up nice and go to the gym and mm-hmm. go to work out like if you're mentally not stable if you don't have a sound mind you're not motivated to go and treat yourself to go to the gym to eat better to dress up and to even be kind to people because you're just not there. You're, 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 you're not feeling good. So you're feeling like crap. You want to stay in bed. You want to stay at home. You're not, you're demotivated, but if your gut is healthy, you have this sound mind, you have this clarity, you have this like rejuvenation or whatever you want to call it of life you're going to have that high feeling all the time. And I totally agree because I know that like, if I'm feeling good, it makes me want to take care of myself in all the areas of my life. So I know that people need to hear that. Start, where, where can, what can they start with? I want to get the link for the Thrive. I'm going to put that in the show notes so people can check that out. But what is something, you know, before we end, end here, What is something they can just start even right now, like with gut health, like gut health?
0: So don't go cold turkey. You're going to probably get a lot of symptoms. You want to go warm turkey. I learned this from uh, Dr. Eric Backer. So what that means is, is obviously don't just say, I'm going to start cutting out everything right away. I would think the first thing you should probably do, we can just start with Dr. Gundry's approach, which would be, let's eliminate lectins. And lectin is a plant protein that you shouldn't be probably but in your body it was a reason for the plant to that protein that see plants are chemists they're very smart plants a lot of them they don't want to be eaten (laughs) they don't want to be eaten, right they want to they want to produce they want to grow and it's okay like when they drop apples and the seeds and they but themselves a lot of them weren't supposed to be eaten so uh even things like tomatoes or lectins very bad for you peanuts super bad lectin um one of the best things that a human body can take in right now and you guys are gonna be like what olive oil olive oil dr gundry drinks probably a quart a week and i and there was a harvard scientist i was watching him he's like learning how to anti-age make people younger so this is another topic we could talk about but we're figuring out how to make people age younger and look younger and it has to do with the bacteria right i could take the stool this is what i've learned you can take the stool from a and this is gross and they do this though from a 18-year-old healthy human, and take that those that bacteria and put it up the butt, the bum of an older person, and that younger, it'll then create an environment of the younger person, and it'll help them age reverse aging. And you think I'm crazy? I wow. literally come up. This is that's this. We could talk about this stuff on a later episode. Yeah, but yeah. It, it gets it gets to that level. And then Dr. Gundry was talking about it also. He was like, we can, they took it, they're using an ape and they took it from the ape and they're making it anti-aging. They're making the, you know, age better. And you could, these mm-hmm. two people, these two doctors are aging very, very well. So I think I'm on that path too. Knock on wood. I want to age well. Ladies, I know you guys are watching. <laughs> I know of course. you love to age well. Um, so anyways, we could, I don't know how much longer you're going to go. I don't want to drag
1: this Yeah, no, for sure. Route, we'll but. definitely have to bring you back on. I know everyone's going to want to know more about this. I want to know more about this. I love this stuff. I definitely lately have been, kind of geeking out on all of this stuff, the gut health and neuroscience and all of it. It's so great. I'm so grateful that you took your time, took time of your day to share with everybody and teach us some, some stuff that we probably weren't aware of about gut. But I want to end our interview with three questions that I ask everybody. Um, That's a guest on my podcast. So here are the three questions. And again, I just want to say thank you. You this was amazing. I love this. I, I feel so like we need to continue the conversation, but we do have to we have to bring you back on. But okay, so thank, thank you again you. for that. And I okay, so here are my three questions. Number one, if there was a movie made about you, what would the movie title be called and why? Oh
0: my god. I'm just going to do the short answer. I was thinking of another one, but I I just Mr. Level Up. That is actually a name I go by sometimes, but Mr. Level Up. And the short answer is because I'm trying to level up in life and trying to be the best human I can be. And I think there's something big going on here and without getting too spiritual or whatever. Um, I just feel like I'm trying to do the best that my creator created me and do the best job as a, as a person. So I think if I level up as a person, um, I mean, that's me living my best self. And I think everyone should want to level up. I mean, you could be, I think we're pretty amazing. I think we're, I think we got some superpowers. People aren't just tapping into them. Yeah, I love
1: it. That's a good, that's a good name. That's a good name. Good title to the movie. So the second question is, is it's a, would you rather question? It's would you rather read the book or watch the movie? And this is in reference to those movies that come out that were, that were originally a book. And you know how everyone's always like, ah, oh, you got to read the book first. Would, are you one of those who are like, ah, yeah, watch the movie? Or are you going to read the book?
0: All right. So can I say both?
1: <laughs> <Here's> <laughs> I don't know. Why. Here's why. I'm going
0: to tell you why. Uh, okay. When I read, read is more downloading information in my mind. So when I'm reading, I'm talking to myself and I'm programming myself. So that's why I like to read and not listen. Okay. So I would typically, if it's something to do with educating and programming to make myself smarter, I like to read that programs me. I don't like to listen cause it's kind of in one ear and out you'd be driving distracted. So I don't, I'm not an audio person, but that's me. Uh, the movie though, emotionally can connect and motivate me. So I, I'm a, probably would say I would lean towards more movie. If I, if you're watching Mr. Level Up, because somebody might feel motivated and inspired and be like, wow, he's showing me and I'm learning, you know, so I'm not being programmed and and like upgraded mentally because I'm not reading what he's saying. So I'm not, but he's, he's giving me the visual, he's connecting me and I'm watching it because the movie is more of a visual thing. So I, that would be, you know, I would probably lean towards the movie because I want to, I want to direct one day and I want to create a movie and I already been working on stuff like that. So um, we'll go with movie over book, but the book is where I, I upgrade my mind.
1: Okay. All right. I'll, I'll let you have, I'll let you say both. <laughs> both. I'll give it to you. All right. And last question, because this is the Fueled by Gratitude podcast. What are three things you are currently grateful for in your life right now?
0: I've, I've come to the point, this is kind of spiritual. I'm just very, um, I'm grateful for this opportunity at life. I, I don't think it's, I know it's not forever. I remember, I know that um, not, it sounds depressing, but I know that I only have <laughs> so many, probably 400 months left to live here. And I'm just so thankful that I get to, to experience this. So that would be, that would be one. So that's, thank you to my creator for even giving me this opportunity. Um, the ability to feel. Which goes Ooh, back I to what that. we were just talking about. The human, if the human can't feel they're they're done. They're not gonna do mm-hmm. anything. They don't care about they won't do anything in life. So the ability for my body to experience this feeling, a feel good factor is probably number one for me. You know, I'm thankful for the opportunity to thank you for letting me feel, even though there's negative emotions, allow me to feel a positive because that's what I that's what I'm going after. That's what everyone's going after. That's the end result. Um and, uh, and it kind of would just, I would just say love to experience love, even though that's a feeling. So thank you for that. So if, as you know, it's these aren't tangible things. These are, right. these are things that were my uh, sense to do with the human, like to be able to, you know, have senses. And, you know, I would say senses. Thank you for being able to see. Thank you. Thank you for letting me to have an imagination, have a brain to be able to walk, to do these things and to take action. Yeah. And to and, and so it's between that the opportunity at life, the, the, the ability to feel and, also the abilities you've given me to even to do these things, to make things happen. Like, thank yeah. you for all those three, those three That's yeah. Those
1: are great answers. And that's actually, you just defined what a life fueled by gratitude is. It's just the, the wake up to get to do life, to get another chance, to get to do all of these things, to get to feel, to get to see, to get to create. And as you said, your love, you love to create and you're a human, I can't even say that word, humanitarian. Humanitarian, (laughs) So that, that's, that's such a great answer. Oh my goodness. Thank Thank you you. so much. I'm so grateful for you again. It was so nice to have you on here. And we're definitely going to have you on again, because I know people are going to want to hear more. And if you will give me all of the links, I will put them in the show notes, how they can access you. If there are any resources that you can plug people into, I know they're going to want to know those. So I'll, Definitely have all of those links on there. I know they're probably already Googling the whole Thrive thing because that's what I would be doing if I was listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. So we'll provide all of that. So you'll have to get me all of that. So if you're listening, stay tuned for that information in the show notes. And again, thank you again so much, Mr. Chris Register, for sharing so much of your knowledge with us. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you, Victoria.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fueled by Gratitude. It is my honor and pleasure to give you a weekly dose of some positivity, uplifting words, and some mindset and lifestyle principles that you can use to transform into your best version. If you loved what you heard today, please share this episode with your friends and make sure to check out my woman mindset group called Mad Women. Link in the comments and the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time on another episode.